Welcome to the Business of Being Healthy, where we are passionate about treating our health as good as we treat our wealth. Shelly Bryan here, and I am obsessed with sharing real-life experiences and wisdom to help save you time, heartache, and money as you continue to grow personally and professionally. Twice a week, we push aside that BS to take massive intentional action, and I promise by tuning in, you will receive the straightforward talk you've been waiting for, filled with actionable steps that will inspire you to achieve the health and wealth you desire while you are building your empire. Incredibly honored to be able to share this episode with you as I was a guest on The Raquel Show with host Raquel Quinette. Now, Raquel is one of my all-time favorite entrepreneurs and businesswomen when it comes to showing what's possible through real estate, scaling, understanding business opportunities. Now, her podcast is something I highly recommend and will absolutely link in the show notes, but this was an episode where she asked me to come on to really discuss the link between health and wealth. This link is much greater than you may want to give it credit. If we are not feeling great, if we are not operating at our highest potential, you are truly leaving money on the table. You are leaving relationships open. There is a trickle down effect and this episode might challenge those sayings of, I will take care of myself when when my business is bigger, when my kids are older, when I hire this next person. So I am thrilled to be able to share this with you. Now, I also had Raquel on the Business of Being Healthy show, and that was back in episode 55. And if you are growing or scaling, this is an episode for you. I will link that in the show notes as well. And now tune into the show where you can hear if your health is the one thing holding you back from your greatest level of success. If you set a goal of so many prospecting calls for the day, and then you're like, ah, well, you know, I got eight. I was supposed to do 10, but like eight's good enough. It absolutely starts trickling over. And then it starts trickling over into your relationships at home. Just like we hold ourselves or our clients to certain levels, you know, we need to do that to ourselves no matter what. We are our most important asset. You are listening to Shelly Bryant, who helps entrepreneurs save time and make more money by optimizing health so you can reach your next level of wealth. In this episode, we break down why health may be holding you back from your next level of wealth, what entrepreneurs can do with their health to increase focus, energy levels, and overall performance while managing their businesses, and how to fit self-care even when you struggle with time. This episode is for anyone that wants to get intentional about their health and how this can impact the success of you playing bigger in business and in life. So the question is, how do entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and experts scale to create a massive business all while having fun and impacting lives? Welcome to The Raquel Show. I'm your host, Raquel Quinette, business coach, real estate entrepreneur, investor, wife, and sports mom. This podcast will give you real quick tips, strategies, tools, and inspire you to help you play bigger in business and in life. Are you ready? Let's grow to the next level.
Welcome to The Raquel Show. This show is for entrepreneurs who want to play bigger in business and in life. And today I have a very special guest that I met last year at our Play Bigger Women's event. And I got to connect with her. And recently she attended our Play Bigger event in May, which was actually last month. I feel like it's been forever already and was such a contributor to that room that I had to really kind of get to know her. And I'm super excited to have her on the podcast because her experience, her energy, her wealth of knowledge when it comes to health and business is something that I love to talk about that doesn't always get talked about, I think, in our world. And Shelly is a force to be reckoned with in the world of entrepreneurship and wellness. With 18 years of climbing the ranks of corporate America, she has a proven track record in the medical industry and is making waves as a commercial general contractor, media mogul, and fun fact, she's nationally recognized as a horsewoman. She is one of those that you really want to get to know. She also hosts the podcast Business of Being Healthy show, where she helps people save time and money while accelerating their career and health. So welcome to the show, Shelly Bryant. Raquel, such an honor to be here. Thank you so very much. And I got to say the Play Bigger event, just, it just elevated you to a new level. Like the heart in the room was so incredible. And, and anyone that was ever on the fence, you got to go next year. You got to go. <laughs> Definitely one of my favorites, just like the people in the room, as you probably know, I love connection and collaboration at such a high level that like, I never want anyone walking out of our events without meeting people and connecting. So I'm so honored that you were in it. And I want to get and dive into our episode because you have such an impressive background. And where I want to start with this one is like the mindset of health. A lot of people who listen to our show, as you know, is entrepreneurs. And one of the topics that I don't think we talk about enough is how health really can impact your business. And you have a favorite topic that that I got to read about is like your health could be holding you back from your next level of wealth. So can you just explain that to the audience of what that actually really means? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's one of those things. I think we're all, you know, especially as entrepreneurs, we are all looking for ways to get that extra edge, to do the extra thing, take the course, hire the coach, like do these little things to help us in business yet we never look at our health. So one thing that, you know, typically holds a lot of people back from really taking that next level is energy, you know, and I'm not talking like energy, spirituality, woo-ah stuff. I'm talking about your energy level. Like, are you as excited for that last showing for that last call at 3 PM in 120 degrees here in Arizona, as you are for the 8 AM showing, if you're not, there is a piece missing and your clients are going to feel that they're going to feel that lack of excitement, that lack of energy. And it's not the course that's going to teach you how to have the more energy. It's actually your health and leveraging that health to create more momentum within the activities you are already doing in your business. Mm, so good. So how can busy entrepreneurs, right? We're all like running businesses and agents prioritize self-care or health when it comes to running a business when they don't even have time. So you guys know this is a newer podcast and I'm not running any ads at this time. I don't have any sponsorships yet. 
I'm not trying to sell you guys anything either, but literally I just want to give you the tools and the knowledge from either my past experience or those of my guests to save you time, money, and heartache. So the only ask I could ever have from you is to help me spread the word out there to more entrepreneurs and more career-driven professionals like us so that we can feel more confident, perform better for our teams and our clients, and ultimately make more money to provide for our families. And the only way that we can do that is if we rate and review and share this podcast. So the single ask that I have of you is that if you could leave a review, share it with a friend, it should take less than 10 seconds. And I know your time is valuable, but it would absolutely mean the world to me. And more importantly, it might change the life for someone else. I get you. I'm a mom of two. We have our, our thriving commercial general contracting business. I have the podcast. I have horses. I have all the things. So I understand that time is of the essence. It's one of our most precious assets as opposed to our health. And what I would say is a few things. The first thing is actually making the commitment. So let me guess, in all of our schedules, we have all of our important business meetings throughout the day. We have our prospecting time. We have our client follow-up time. And these are non-negotiables that I'm sure everyone has in your schedule. The thing is, is that we have a different mindset shift when it comes to our health. So whether that's actually eating lunch, going to work out, taking a five-minute break, that is secondary. And we have to shift that mindset. It has to be our health is as the same level of priority as prospecting, as that client follow-up. So when I say make that decision, you know, I just had such a fun conversation. My daughter is doing a, a really interesting, very cool camp. And uh, we were talking about holding our word with the most important person. And those of you listening in, who is that? It's you holding your word with yourself. So if you have said, and I'm going to raise my hand too, because I've been there before, I'm going to eat healthy tomorrow. I'm going to eat healthy all day today. But then you get to the office, you maybe pick up Starbucks for a client grab that Frappuccino for yourself. You know, these little things start trickling in and you start nipping away at that subconscious. You start not holding your word to yourself. That then starts trickling over into your business. So it's holding your word to yourself making that scheduled time in your calendar at the same level as showing that multi-million dollar house or signing that multi-million dollar, closing that deal. It is a non-negotiable. So when you're at the end of your day and you're like, oh, I have this to do. I don't need to go to the gym today. Nope. I need to go to the gym today because that's how I'm going to pour into myself. Yeah. It's honoring your commitments with yourself. And I think it starts, you bring up a really good point. I think it really does start at the very beginning or then even the night before when you set your alarm and you hit snooze, you've already broken your commitment because you said you were going to get up at five or you said you were going to get up at six, at eight, whatever. And as soon as you hit that snooze button, right, mm -hmm. that's the pattern. And I love what you said that like that starts to trickle into your business. Oh my gosh. Yes, absolutely. Because like, if you set a goal of so many prospecting calls for the day, and then you're like, ah, eh, well, you know, I got eight. I was supposed to do 10, but like eight's good enough. It absolutely starts trickling over. And then it starts trickling over into your relationships at home, some different things. So 
just like we hold ourselves or our clients to certain levels, you know, we need to do that to ourselves. Like no matter what, we are our most important asset. So good. And something that I notice is when we talk about health, a lot of us tend to like focus on the exercise. But one thing that I believe in that doesn't always get talked about when you're running a business is the mental health side of things. Mm-hmm. How can business owners today, entrepreneurs, effectively manage their mental and emotional well being while dealing with the pressures of a, running a business? Yeah, no, this is such a great question. And you're right, it doesn't get talked about, you know, enough. And I would say there's so many different things, but here's one thing that I think is the most important when it comes to your mental health is asking for help. You know, I think so often there's this badge of honor out there that like we can do it ourselves or we're strong enough on our own, but it's actually when you reach out for help, that is a sign of strength. So I think reaching out for help is number one. And maybe that's a colleague, maybe that's a friend, maybe that's even, you know, there are some anonymous helplines. Those are absolutely incredible. Now, one thing that I would say that has been a game changer for me is I do my morning routine. Now, listen, I'm not going to sit here and say like, get up at 445 and like do all these like five minute meditation and check this check. No, don't do what feels good. What works for me is to get up before anyone in my house does. Because you know what? I don't have to answer any questions. I don't have to make any breakfast. I don't have to feed any animals yet. I don't like, I just have my time. So I almost crave it. When I get up, I get an amazing cup of, co- cup of coffee. I sit in my front room and I read. I actually use, this is a key thing for us, like entrepreneurs that are busy. And you can use this also with your fitness. You can use this even with uh, scheduling times to eat is set a timer. So I have an Apple watch or you can use your phone. I go in my front room, I set 25 minutes and I literally sit and I read. I do not look at my phone. I sit and read for 25 minutes, having my cup of coffee. When that's done, I get up and move on. For me, that's going to take care of my horses outside before anyone gets up again. So that little morning routine, there was no meditation. There was no stretching for this or that. It was literally what pours into my mental health because I can feel a difference when I don't take that time for me in the morning. I feel stressed the rest of the day. So starting your morning with intention with some quiet time, maybe reading, you can softly listen to music. You could go for a five minute walk. It doesn't have to be this long drawn out thing. Do that and have an end point that you move on from and know that that was a moment that you got to spend with yourself before you started your day. And it just sets so much intention for the rest of your day. Well, speaking of morning routines Mm -hmm. and you having to help a lot of different people, a variety of people and entrepreneurs, what have you seen as some of the best practices when it comes to like successful entrepreneurs that they do in their daily routine to you know get their mindset right get their mental health to reduce stress and to really prevent burnout yeah no this is such a great question and actually it, it's so funny it starts the night before so we all think like okay we got to do all these things and we have like check, we love checklists like who who doesn't we love checklists right it makes us feel good to cross it off but you got to start the night before So starting the night before, making sure that you finished up everything from that day. And if you didn't do a quick brain dump, 
right? So pull out a note in your phone, text yourself. I use a Google doc, like whatever it is, brain dump, whatever is still remaining in your day, then be done with your electronics and start setting your intentions for the next morning. I'm actually one of those. I get up early. I have a 455 alarm clock. I make sure my alarm is set. I have actually my outfit ready to go in the morning so I can get up. It's one less decision I have to make in the morning, right? My coffee cup is right by the coffee. I am ready to go. So it starts the night before closing out the day, setting the attention for the next day is what is really going to make the difference. As entrepreneurs, we have so many things going on Mm -hmm. and there's so many balls in the air. And if we don't catch a couple of them, we always feel like we're chasing. So catch them up, be done, and then prepare for your next day. Yeah. I think you bring up some really good points that I just want to illustrate a little bit further. If you were opening up a store today, a storefront, let's say a pizza shop, a Domino's, right? There's a opening the store checklist and there's a closing the checklist. And what you just shared with your Google docs is like, how do you close down your business? Right. So that it's not in your mind when you're trying to go to sleep or you're not on your phone with electronics trying to do that. It's like, you've got some routines when you're starting your day and you're closing out your day. Mm-hmm. And I thought I really love that. And I also loved the fact that you said that you've got your clothes set up. One of the studies that I've read about and also know people is like the people that can actually make less decision and put their gym clothes out. They're more likely to do that when they first get up in the morning, if that was like in their routine mm-hmm. or like the less choices that they have, they can really focus that energy in their brain for the more important decisions like their business or their family or, or whatnot. I could not agree more. And, and a lot of the women that I've worked with in the past that have been high achievers running, you know, multi-million dollar businesses, medical practices, and being moms was yep. always worrying about dinner. They would literally spend so much mind space throughout their day being like, what am I going to make for dinner? What am I going to make for dinner? And so that's something that's also a skill I set for the week. I set dinners for our family for the week because that way I don't have to think about it. It's already done. I come home. I know what day it is. Here we go. Everyone eats exactly what I want them to eat. Right. We're not just like grabbing the drive-thru. We eat pizza guys. So like, yes, I'm a health person. I love health, but like we, it's just planned and I don't have to think about it. So get rid of those decisions that bog you down. And that can really free up a lot of headspace and eliminate a lot of stress. How do you think maintaining a great mindset, good physical health, like directly contribute to the success of business owners? Because like you said, you've worked with a lot of high achievers. How do you think it impacts their ability for productivity and their decision-making ability, especially when they've got to make some big decisions in their business? No, I love this. And, you know, there's a few things that the first thing that really comes to mind is, you know, everyone thinks like, or, or I guess it's a common thought, like, oh, we have to go to the gym and like, we have to be skinny or we have to have all these muscles and do that. Everybody is different. Now, I do not agree with, you know, obesity or being unhealthy, right? But what I do agree with is being confident. So if you walk into your closet and you are putting on clothes and the whole time you are saying this really having this really mean conversation with yourself, that is not going to set you up for confidence for the day. That is pulling you down. So who has control of that? You do. That's where you take in nutrition. That's where you take in exercise to gain more confidence. 
when I am going to, one trick that I do, and I actually just posted about this recently, when I am going to make, I'm investing in a business and I was make, trying to decide whether we were going to do it. My husband and I, we were talking about it. We're also growing our business, scaling right now. So there's a lot of big decisions going on. When I need confidence, I actually go to the gym because I feel like I can do anything when I go to the gym. Now I'm not lifting ridiculous amounts of weight. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. I'm just one, keeping my word with myself Two, I have those endorphins through me. So yeah. I'm seeing things very clear. My confidence is high. I walk into the room or into the decision in a much different mindset than if I went into my closet, you know, hits news a few times, like you said, go into my closet and I'm like, nothing fits. I can't not, I, I can't wear anything. You're saying mean things to yourself. You're like, now I'm not going to eat because I don't like how I look. So I'm going to walk out the door with my coffee. Like this is just a ripple effect that will not set you up for making good decisions, for being present with your family, with your clients, for showing up as your best self and actually doing work that you're proud of. Yeah, that's so true with what you said. And I think like you mentioned earlier, it's not about like, I'm lifting all these things. Sometimes working out is just more therapeutic. It's more for energy management. It's, I know that when I work out, you know, my goals have changed over the years as I've gotten older is now it's more for like, if I can get my energy up, I can pour more into people, into our clients, into the businesses all day long. If I'm sluggish or I'm unconfident, like you said, like, it has a ripple effect throughout your day. And you're just waiting for when is this day going to end versus like, I'm so excited that I get to pour in or I get to have this interview with Shelly. Like I look forward to that, especially when you've like worked out, I think. I absolutely could not agree more. Could not agree more. And there's something like for me this year, what's what's been really interesting because I've been working out like you, varying degrees, right? I did fitness competitions to heavy lifting to now. I, I just lift twice a week. I just strength train twice a week. But what I have found this year is that when I am actually exercising, my creativity is going through the roof. Like I have never noticed it. So now I actually schedule. So this is, you want to leverage more out? I am more of a, a type A. So this like creativity thing is really not my game. Been working on it. But I found, I'm like, huh, I go to the gym or I run on my treadmill at home. I'm absolutely creative. And so I will schedule time to create content, to write content, to do all this because it's like, oh, well, it's going to be better. Like that's another way is like you can leverage that time and you your outputs are phenomenal. I mean, at least for yes. me on the creative end. I thought I was the only one. That's why I'm smiling. So for those that are listening or those that are watching this on YouTube, absolutely. My cardio is creative like zone. And I either listen to podcasts, but you better believe that I have my note taking app on my iPhone open because I'm jotting down ideas because that's where I get all my creativity from is when I have to do cardio for 20, 30 minutes right? Because I choose to, but I'm like, oh my gosh, I could totally look at like reels now. I could review reels or I could like think about ideas, podcast ideas. It all comes somehow when I'm doing cardio. <laughs> it's so crazy because I have my Google doc up. I'm running on the treadmill and I'll be like, walk. Cause I'm like listening to a podcast. I'm like, this is a great podcast idea. I, I got to get it down. Or I think of something else to make something and I, I got to get it down. So how crazy. I'm glad I'm not alone in that. No, too, right I'm like, I think I did it on a story. I was like, who else thinks of ideas, not only in their shower, but like 
while they're doing cardio. <laughs> yep. You and me. All right. We're, I love we're, not it. Texting. we're, we're actually like writing down, we're working. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like that is how to multiply your time effectively. Right. So if somebody wanted to thrive under pressure of running a very successful business, what do you think are three top things they must do or should do when it comes to their health? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think the the number one thing is telling those around you how important it is to take care of yourself so that they can give you some grace if you are going to hit the gym on the way home or if after dinner you go for that five-minute walk or what have you. Because the worst thing to happen is when you start making health changes, right? Sometimes those around you will criticize it. Okay. So that's why I'm actually saying this one first, because you need to tell everybody, Hey, this is what I'm going to be doing. I really don't need your input on it, but this is what I'm going to be doing. So you set this expectation, not only for them, but guess what? That just gave you a lot of accountability too. The next thing I would say is to, just like I said about morning routine, it starts the night before same thing when it comes to your nutrition. Nutrition is something that gets overlooked. So Raquel, just like you mentioned earlier that, you know, exercise is, is one piece of it. But if there was anything that I would say to anyone first off is get your nutrition on board. So what I mean by that is most of the women that I've worked with in the past is actually eating throughout the day, eat a breakfast, eat lunch, right? Maybe have a snack before you get the kids because then you'll have a little energy boost to be able to handle everything till dinner time. Having that nutrition out the day is very similar to you wouldn't go out on showings all day on a quarter tank of gas, especially in Arizona, right? We're driving all over or, or California all over. You would have a full tank of gas ready to go. You would have a clean car ready to go. Think of your body the same way. I need to make sure my tank is full. If I've gone through my morning and now it's like lunchtime, I'm starting to get a little bit tired or a little bit agitated, maybe too. Time to refill my tank. Now, it doesn't mean you have to go have a big sit down meal. There's lots of little snacks or even a bar. There's some good bars and, and bad bars out there, I will say, but like have a snack for you ready to go so that you can keep going. So nutrition would be number two. And then number three, I would say is sleep. So often we, I, I mean, I remember, I couldn't do this now in my forties, but I remember like being so proud, Chris and I both, when we were launching businesses that we don't even have anymore, staying up all night, you know, we would stay up till two, three in the morning and be like, wow, we got this, we're going. And then the next day, like we could hang. I couldn't even do that now if I thought about it, but it's getting sleep. And that starts with brain dump. That starts with also getting off your electronics at least 30 minutes before bed, let your body slow down and turn off and get a good night's rest. You're setting yourself up for success the next day. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I was writing notes down as you were talking and, you know, you hit on nutrition, but sleep is so important. And I didn't realize same like with you, you guys is like, I used to feel like that was an athlete that I could like run off of two hours, three hours of sleep while we were building businesses. I don't know where that thought came from, but when I hired a high performance, like energy coach, the whole night routine, the whole technology, how important that is for your brain to kind of slow down so that you can get 
good sleep with REM and all this stuff, right? And we tracked it just like you would track your finances or whatever. Like even when I would travel to different time zones, how the impact of that, like, is it on your body and your energy? I didn't realize like it is all a science and nutrition is up there as well. So I'm glad that you brought that up. What would you say? You mentioned good bars, bad bars, go-to snacks. Like what would you recommend as like go-to snacks for those busy entrepreneurs that are listening? Like you should always probably have them in your car. Obviously you can't have chocolate in, in Arizona, in this, in this weather. <laughs> I know, I know, I know it kind of shifts depending upon the type of time of year, but, um, you'll see actually in my stories, just like I pack a lunch for my kids, I pack a lunch for me. If I know I'm going to be out and about all day, I'd rather actually keep going and stay more efficient. So I pack a lunch, but some of the things that, that are my absolute favorite, and really this comes down to, and I urge everybody just to get a basic knowledge of carbs, fats, and proteins. I'm not talking counting macros or anything like that. I'm just understand what a protein is, understand what a carb is and a fat. Now, each one is incredibly important and your body uses them very differently, right? So like a carbohydrate quick, it's going to use it for energy quick, go, and then it depletes really quick. So as high as you get, you get down really quick. The fat is going to help lengthen out the time of digestion. And it also is very good for your hormones and energy levels. And protein obviously is the strength behind your muscles. So you got to have them all. Don't skip out on any of them. Yes, you heard me right. Carbs are good. Eat them, please. Um, I would say my favorite go-to bar is the RX bar. I love that bar. You do have to watch it in the summer um, because it will melt depending upon the flavor that you get. The RX bar is my favorite. But even if you had like a banana and I love kind bars too. So that's a nut bar. They have mini ones. So a full bar is, is a pretty significant meal. They have mini ones that are like hundred calories, but you get some nuts. You can grab a little handful of nuts with like a carb is a great snack. I love lunch meat, cottage cheese, Greek yogurt. We, as our family, I will always make chicken on Monday for dinner, depending upon what type of meal it is, but I make a lot. And so we have that chicken, Chris and I have that chicken to make lunches throughout the week. So whether we make a wrap, a salad, just chicken with like hummus as a dip, we just have that protein ready to go throughout the week. Cause again, it's about efficiency. If it is you're making a meal every single day and you're again, using that decision process and you look at your fridge and you're like, there's nothing. It's kind of like your closet. Nothing fits like (laughs) nothing fits what I want to eat. Right. You don't make the decision because it's hard. So make the decision easy. Make one of my tips, always make a lot of like whatever protein you like in the, for dinner, the first night of Monday, you have it for lunch for the rest of the week and you're good to go. So good. Such great tips. I remember when we were scaling our different businesses is like, I didn't have time. I couldn't hire anybody. It was like Sundays and Wednesdays were like my go-to. Cause I would just like prep lots of meals, have lots of crock pots out. And then we were good to go. Cause Sunday lasted us to Wednesday, Wednesday lasted us to the weekend and the weekend we, we had games. Right. So yep. <laughs> it's like, you just find out like where you can really put efficiency so that you don't have to think about it. Like you said, I plan out for the whole week. You don't have to think about it because that's one less decision that you have to make throughout the stop and go process of making a meal every single day. I think our times have just changed, right? 
No, it, it absolutely has. It, it absolutely has. And we live in, in Northeast Scottsdale. So like our closest grocery store is about 25 minutes away. So we're kind of out in the horse area. So it's not like we can go run to the store. Right. So part of this is like, I've had to learn these efficiencies because, or I really got to learn these efficient efficiencies because it was more of a convenience than an inconvenience for me. So creating like meals. I love the Monday, Wednesday, or you said Sunday, Wednesday, Mm -hmm. whatever works for you. That's the thing is like what Raquel and I are talking about right now. It's not like, um, this is the only way this is what we have found works for us. So you have to kind of do trial and error. The key is leverage the time that you are already doing something and make more rather than doing it again and again and again. Yeah. And I think with now, with all the social media, the AI tools, I mean, for heaven's sakes, now I think where AI is going is like, you can take a picture of your refrigerator and it'll come up with recipes, right? Yeah. Like what you should make. So I feel like we're moving in like more efficiency when it comes to what these AI tools can do for everybody to save them time and energy. And they can even build out macro plans now, you know? I know. Is it? It's incredible. They can do that. I like to keep it easy. Just make sure you got a carb, fat, and protein in every meal, heavy on the protein side, and you'll be good to go. Yes. What's something that you wish you would have known sooner, Shelly, when it comes to health and it comes to business? For me, and and I'm going to make this because this is kind of more, it's a longer story, but I'm going to shorten it right up. So I'm actually blind in my left eye. I went blind in my left eye, actually at the age of 24, I was building a book of business in the financial industry. So I think boiler room, right? And I thought I was invincible because I was 24. I know, I know I am not that at all now, but I was literally burning the candle at both ends. In two and a half years, I raised a book of, of $17 million. So you can imagine the amount of calls and appointments that I went on to get that done, but I wanted to earn that office. Well, when I thought everything was going great, I had this great book of business. I had just gotten engaged. We had just bought our first house. All of these wonderful things that happened. What I didn't realize is that I was weakening my immune system to the point that it could not fend off a virus that almost all of us have. And so the virus came out in my optic nerve, leaving me blind. So what I wish I would have known earlier is how stress doesn't understand good or bad. Mm-hmm. Stress is stress. And if it goes unmanaged or unrecognized, it can absolutely leave a lasting effect on you. Now, I truly believe that this happened to me for a reason, for a good reason, because it could have been much worse if I had kept going at the level that I was going. Who knows what could have happened? Who knows if I would even be here? So I just urge everybody. I know you guys are all playing bigger. I know that you guys are all winners here. Understand that you are your most important asset. And if you don't take care of you, it doesn't matter how many accolades that you have, how what, what you rank, it does not matter. So your health and managing your stress is number one in my book. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with our community. Yeah. You've given us lots of things to think about. And I'm always curious, like what's next for Shelly? What are you most excited about that you're working on? It's really twofold. What a fun question, Raquel. Thank you. 
You know, I would say the the first one is, you know, my husband and I, it's, it's so fun working with my husband. And I know most people are like, you're crazy. I could never do that. No, it's actually just so much fun. Our commercial general contracting company is blowing, like just doing great. We're doing things a little bit different. So I'm really excited for the future of scaling that company. And then also just my podcast, growing my podcast and being able to serve more people to really show that connection between health and wealth on the Business of Being Healthy show. So good. And where can people connect with you? If they want to listen, they want to connect with you, where should, where can they find you? Yeah, I would say um, the best place is over on Instagram. And then there's obviously links in my bio to everything. I'm also on LinkedIn. Those are kind of my two home zones, but also my website. And of course, come over to the show and give it a listen. And we love reviews, right, Raquel? We love reviews. So thank you. hundred percent. And we will all include that in our show notes. And as we wrap up, there's always one question that I ask every single person that comes on our show is what shall I do to play bigger in business and in life? I love it. So my play bigger is actually taking care of my husband and I's relationship. So everything started with us. You know, we've been married now 18 years together, 22, and we just have so many dreams and it all started with us. You know, one thing I always share, we don't remember much from our ceremony, but our pastor said one thing, and that was don't ever stop doing the things that brought you two together. And so we take that to heart. So we have two date nights a week. We have solo trips without the kids. It all starts with us. When we're thriving, our business thrives, our kids thrive, everything else. So that is our play bigger. So good. And one of my mentors who I worked for was my first like billionaire. And he always told us health is wealth. And I couldn't agree with that more because you can make all the money in the world, but if you don't have health, how could you really enjoy it? And what's the point? And Shelly, you did an amazing job of showcasing that in today's episode for those that are listening, those that are watching on YouTube. And I just want to thank you for coming on our show, giving so much value to our community. 